the speed once again, and he's, oh my goodness, that is huge. It's a white flag for the Cuban. Hi everybody and warm, warm welcome to the Triple Jumpers podcast with me, Marcus Lombard. Today, I meet the Reagan US Triple Jump champion Donald Scott. Donald is one of the most exciting jumpers in the world and I believe he's one to watch out for in the next few years. Last summer, he didn't only break his personal best with 1737 to win the USA Track and Field Championships, but he also finished second at the Athletics World Cup and third at the Diamond League Finals in Brussels. In this episode, we cover Donald's career from his early days as a football player to where he is now. We talk about training, his future goals, and a lot more. Prepare yourself for the second episode of the Triple Jumpers podcast with Donald Scott. Warm welcome to the Triple Jumpers podcast, Donald Scott. Hi, man. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good, man. It's a pleasure to be on here. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. So, what are you up to now in, in this fall season? Uh, right now, um, just started training. Really, uh, it's been a long, um, a long break, and uh, it's it's time to get you know back into the into the groove of things in order to prepare for this long season ahead of us. If we take it from the beginning, um, you were born in nineteen. 19- 92 in Apopka, Florida, and I understand you had a, a pretty messy childhood. Uh, how was it like growing up in Apopka? Um, I didn't grow up in Apopka. Um, okay. I'm actually from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Okay. Um, okay. I, I moved to Apopka. Um, I moved there due to some uh, a flame of. Um, it's like family issues, so um, I moved there when I was 12, and then I was, I stayed there until I moved away, you know, to college. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, um, again, I was born in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, I had a messy childhood. Um, I'm not going to go, you know, you know, too deep into it, but it's basically, um, um, I was, you know, abused and, uh, my sisters and I got moved out of of that environment to a better environment, which which leads me to where I am today. Yeah, yeah, I understand. But when did sports came into your life? Sports came into my life. Um, I was little. I mean, I played uh, I played football, you know, in the street on concrete, you know, stuff like that in a park, but. <laughs> I never started playing organized sports until high school, actually. Um, eighth grade was when I first started. Okay, and did you did you start track and field then, or was it football? No, um, I did not know, you know, I didn't know anything about track. Um, I just loved running, but I was mainly focused on being a football player. So um, um, I started out with flag football, um, it was a summer league, so I started that. And then when I got, you know, into uh, high school, that's when I started playing football, and I was introduced into track and field. Okay. 
Um, so you, you combined football and track and field at high school? Yes, I did. Um, I was still mainly a football guy. Um, I did track. Uh, I did. Um, I did the sprints. You know, um, I was introduced into a triple jump, which is an event that I didn't understand. I didn't want to do it, but um, I was having fun doing it. So I was mainly a a uh, hundred. Um, I did three hundred meter hurdles in the one tens. How was it to combine uh, football and, and track and field? Was it hard to combine these two sports? I mean, in high school, it's like playing sports is pretty, uh, pretty simple because you're just, you know, you just out, um, you just out there being active and um, and basically running. So, um, I mean, football, I ran all day, and then I went to yeah. track. I ran all day, so yeah. you know I was just running back and forth. I mean, getting hit, you know, in football. But um, I did that, and um, I did that through college also. So I mean, it's um, it helped me build strength, you know, because um, I played football here at Eastern Michigan in college, uh, and I triple jump, but I was triple jumping at almost two hundred pounds because you know I had to be heavy for football, but. Yeah. It's like once I turn my attention, you know, straight to track and field, that's when I drop, you know, like 30 pounds and, and yeah. stuff like that. So, and and when did you start focusing on on track and field? Um, um it was my junior year of college. Um, yeah, at at the Eastern Michigan. Yes. Um, yeah. I stopped playing football and. I walked into the coach's office and just asked him for a full, you know, scholarship. You know to run track and he granted me that and i'm thankful for it um it allowed me to excel you know and yeah that's something that i'd i'd always be thankful for and in in college you became pretty good at triple jump and in your senior year in 2015 you finished second at the ncaa indoors and third at the ncaa outdoors How did it feel to claim those two medals? Um, it felt good. Um, at the time, I wasn't, you know, a uh, a full time track and field athlete yet. So, I was still transitioning from like from the football body to a jumper's body. So, I was still carrying that extra weight, but I managed to move that weight, you know, at a fast speed. So that's what um. I had uh, a good advantage of, but um, it was it was pretty cool to win. You know, I just I just go out there and just have fun, and and I just let the results be. You know what it is. I don't force anything. And you you trained with Sterling Roberts there uh, at yes. Michigan. Do you still train with him, or who do, who is your? Yes, yes, ah, he's yeah. he's my guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And how did uh, a training week look like for you back then? Um, how did your schedule look like? Um, back then, it's pretty much the same as it is now. Um, okay. Um, um, it's like Mondays we do speed, you know, Tuesdays, you know, um, endurance plyos, Wednesdays recovery, and, and then come back on Thursday, do like max velocity, and then Fridays usually jump days. And Saturday's kind of recovery, so I mean it's 
it's pretty much been the same since then and you know mm-hmm. it's a it's a good schedule that i'm used to and and uh and it's working after college you started your professional career um was it easy going from a college athlete to a pro athlete or uh, did you had any troubles on the way yes that was a hard process um It was hard because you know, um, as soon as you're done with college, all all the grant money and and you know all that stuff stopped coming in. So it's like now you have to find a job, you know, especially if you're not at the competitive uh, at the competitive level, like in order to make money. So I mean, it was pretty hard trying to find a job, but I got um, I got connected with. Um, you know, USA Track and Field organization and they hooked me up with a um a good job. So I was able to, you know, um just train and just maintain my bills. So um but I I was saying that financially that's 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 the hardest thing. Um I had I had all my resources. I still had my coach. I still had Eastern Michigan allow me to use their facilities. I had my strength coach so all that stuff worked out. I just had to find a way to grind it out and make money on the side. Yeah. In 2016, um, your professional career started for real and you took fourth place at the US Indoor Championships. Um, how did it feel to be so close to the podium? Um, it felt, I mean, it felt good. Um, you know, everybody's goal is to get first place, but at at the end of the day, if you're improving even even by an inch or or even a, uh, a small little centimeter that's okay so I mean um, it sucks not to win but that's not always the main goal you know yeah. um, and, and each year um, it's like my goal is to be better than the last year so um, I've been doing that and I have a good system that works and I'm just allowing I'm just I'm just I'm just allowing God to um, you know, do his work in my life. At the 2016 outdoor season then, uh, you won your first international meeting in uh, Guyana uh, and jumped 17.02, uh, which was your first ever jump over 17 meters. How did it feel to to break this, that uh, 17 meter mark for the first time? Yeah, it's like when you're in college, it's like, it's like a goal, it's like, oh, I'm trying to get over 17, you know, and and it's like some people kind of chase it, but at that moment when it happened, I wasn't I wasn't trying to chase that mark. Um, again, it was my first international meet, um, and with my coach being a college coach, it's, it's pretty hard for him to travel with me, so um, I, I didn't have my coach, so I, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to go out here and it just jumped and um and the crowd wasn't you know it wasn't facing me um it's like the whole um it's like the stands were behind me so i didn't have a good crowd view but i was just out there just jumping you know and when they told me um i jumped it i was like okay that felt easy so what's next like i'm trying to jump my 1750 now you know i'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to do better than that so it felt good but It's like to me, I tried to do better.
you know. Yeah, yeah. And after that competition, I I guess you had your eyes um, on the Olympic Games uh, in Rio, but you did a very good uh, qualification at at the trials, but then you finished seventh in in the final. Um, was it tough for you to to not uh, take a place uh, in the Team USA? Yes, uh, I'll be honest. That um, that weekend was pretty. It was pretty emotional. Um, like because the previous weekend, uh, I just got engaged to my wife. I engaged to her before going to trials. You know, oh. and she came out there with me, um, and I was full of joy. Yeah, you know, yeah. and yeah. um, and in the prelims. I was ready to go. So, I mean, I executed and my coach was there and his wife was there, you know, um, I, I had my support. I was, I was happy and, and, and I felt good. So, I mean, I did good that day, but it's like to come back the next day and not do that same thing was kind of like, uh, what happened, you know? Um, I mean, it, it was sad, but at the same time, I was young, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I just had to tell myself, okay, it's my first time here. This is what it's like. I know I belong here. I just have to just wait until it's time. And and right now I feel like um I'm taking the proper steps at the right time. USA has a, a pretty different uh, qualification system. Uh, than almost every other country has when when it comes to championships and, and Olympic Games. What are your thoughts about uh, the U.S. qualification system? To be honest, um, I don't pay attention to it. I mean, I do because I have to, but I try to block it out. I just... I just practice and I let my results... You know handle that you know yeah. um, I mean I've I've always hit the standard so um, it's like I never have to worry about it but that's not my you know goal is to chase a standard I just let my you know um, I, I let my training schedule do all that you know yeah so yeah. Um, I know it's it's pretty hard for uh, a lot of people but um, I just feel like if other countries, you know, they don't have to have a certain standard, then why should the U.S.? But I don't make the rules. Um, I'm just an athlete competing and doing what I love. So yeah, yeah, you can't really help about yeah. that rule. You yeah. can't do anything. And yeah. It's, yeah, and it's kind of sad to see. Um, it's like other athletes. Um, they have to go compete for another country because you know our standards. It's, it's, it's crazy, but it is what it is. And if we move one year further, um, you did a very good season and took bronze at the 2017 US Outdoor Championships and qualified for your first major championships, the Worlds uh, in London. Describe the feeling after you qualified. Um... It was a good feeling. 
that jump didn't feel, you know, like um like seventeen twenty five. It didn't okay. feel that way. Um um because I I just ran over to my coach after it. Um I didn't look at the results and I'm just saying um I just told him like coach that felt that felt good, that felt easy. And then as we were talking the results showed up on the board and you know it was it was what it was. Um, I mean, I just, I just try to focus on executing. You know, I don't go out there to chase numbers. I just try to execute as much as possible. Um, I tend to, I tend to be like very, um, it's like very technical. You know, yeah. so. Yeah. But um, it was a good feeling. Um, it was. It um it was a good way to let people know who I am. You know. Um, and that um, our event, you know, is alive, and and I'm one of those persons that uh, I'm one of those people that um, has been an underdog for a while, and it's good to not, you know, um, it's like be that. Um, and well, in London, then uh, you jumped sixteen sixty three in the qualification. And you were just a few centimeters short of the final. Um, was it hard to be so close? Um. Yes, that hurt me a little bit, but I knew that how I prepared, how I prepared wasn't the way I should have. Um, like, cause I got there and, and you know it was free massages, you know. And stuff like that. So I got that stuff every single day when I don't usually do that. Yeah. yeah. And um, I mean, I can't make an excuse, but I felt like it made me too loose. You know, um, I didn't have any bounce at all. But it is what it is. Um, it was my first experience at a world championship. I know what it's like, and I know what to do now and how to prepare for it so yeah that was a mistake i made yeah but a, a great experience yes it was if we move on to this year then you have uh, my opinion is that you have developed very much as a triple jumper you have raised your uh, consistency and you you've done a lot of jumps over uh, 70 meters this year um What do you think has been the major key to your to your success uh, this year? Um, this year was, I mean, um, this past season was my very first uh, international circuit, so it was all about how can I take care of my body. Um, it's like through all these, you know, flights and and stuff like that. So I was uh, I was very focused on that, but at the same time. Again, with my coach not being, you know, you know, there, I still help. Um, I still help. I still had help from my like Jeremy Fisher and um, his assistant. Yeah. But it was uh, how can I stay so consistent without my coach being there and uh, and trying to adjust to all the all the different climates, you know. So at the U.S. Championships this year. You uh, got on top of the podium and you you won with a 
personal best of 17:37. How did that feel? Um, that day I woke up. Uh, I was I, I was in and out of it a little bit. Um, I, I was kind of quiet. I was kind of to myself, you know. Um, but it felt awkward at the same time. But when I stepped on that track, everything just clicked, you know. Um, I turned to a different person. Everything was just going good, and I felt good basically. And and um, it felt good to be. It felt good to win that title. Um, again, it was more exposure for me, um, and I, I felt like all the work that I have put in, it needs to pay off, and and it has, and I'm thankful for it. Yeah, and and you also had a massive foul uh, at that championships. Um, how far do you think that jump was? Um, I know how far it was. Um, I've had some people tell me, oh, but I don't want to quote them on it. Um, it was close to 18, but um, that jump felt good. I was just God <laughs> telling me that it's there and it's going to happen. So just, yeah. although you're winning, just continue to be patient. And He has bigger things planned for me. Yeah, it must be a great feeling. Uh, that you you know you you can jump those distances. Yes, yes, yeah. it's yeah. it's uh again all the work is just it's just paying off you know and and um all I can do is just wake up every single day and do the same thing you know every single day and yeah. just execute as much as possible you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just let everything else just takes its place and. Then after the U.S. Uh, championships, you were selected to to jump for for America at the very first Athletics World Cup. Uh, well, there you finished second with a jump of sixteen seventy three. Um, tell us about that experience. That day, I mean, it was a good experience to be back in London. I love that stadium. It's 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 pretty live there. Um, that day, um, although they had the raised runway up, I mean, I was pretty, you know, I was pretty geeked for that. Like thinking, like, oh, I'm about to, I'm about to go out here and and PR, you know. But I think I kind of let that kind of affect me a little bit. But at, at the same time, I wasn't responding off that runway at all, and um, that's that's basically what it was. I was. I wasn't bouncy that day, but um, it felt good to win. It felt good to win a championship overall, you know, as a team. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, as the first, as the first athlete to compete at the uh, at the athletic cup was was pretty amazing experience. Yeah, yeah. And what do you think about the concept of uh, of the athletic World Cup? Um, I think it's good. Uh, again, it's it's all about the individuals, you know. Um, it's, it's like trying to win, but at the same time, it's a team thing, which, which is, it kind of brings all the countries together, you know, as one. Um, yeah. And uh, it was a good experience to be around 
all the young athletes that they invited out, you know, and stuff like that. But overall, um, overall competition wise, I just had a bad day that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all I can say about that. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the Diamond League final in, was it Brussels? Yes, Brussels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there you finished third um, with once again a jump well over 17 meters. Um, how did that feel? Uh, it was a long season for me. Um, but my body felt it felt good because at 17, um, what was it, 1725, I think it was? Yeah, yeah, I think um, Yeah, it felt, you know. It felt natural, although when I watched the video, um, it's like my speed in that in that jump wasn't um, it wasn't up to par. But although I jumped that, um, it was pretty good, you know. Um, I didn't know that Christian and uh, and Pichardo was so close, you know. But I wasn't really focused on that. I was just trying to focus on execute, uh, just trying to execute, you know. But it felt good to be third. I'm thankful for it, but. Again, I'm uh, I'm just trying to I'm trying to do more than that. I'm trying to you know I'm trying to win a, a medal at yeah. Worlds, you know, yeah. in Olympics. So um, it felt good. It was a stepping stone. Um, it was my first international circuit, and I'm just looking forward to getting back there again. So you you've done a lot of international uh, meets uh, this past year. Uh, what is it like traveling the world and competing? It's fun, uh, especially if you love it. Um, it's like triple jump is something that I love, uh, and it's it feels free. I don't feel I don't feel caged up. I don't have to clock in, you know, every day with the boss. I mean, I'm clocking in, but I'm clocking in doing something that I love, and it's like traveling to these countries, you know, seeing how other people live. It's it's a pretty amazing experience that I wish more people, you know, had the um, had the opportunity to do. So, but it's a it's a life changing thing because I, you know, growing up how I did, I um, I would never I never thought of traveling the world and and competing as a professional athlete. So it's a blessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. When you're competing against uh, the other athletes, um, are you friend with them or are you enemies? I'm friends with everyone. Um, yeah. I don't hold, you know. I mean, I know some people, you know, talk trash to, you know, get pumped and stuff like that. I mean, I don't do that. But I, um, I just feed off, off how my body is feeling and how I'm feeling, you know. Um, yeah. But I'm friends with everyone. Um, I don't have any beef with anyone, you know. So it's all friendly when I step on the track. But at the same time, I'm here to beat you. So, yeah. and it is what it is. Yeah, I'm still so, friends though. Yeah, so you're you're friends uh, off the track, but on the track it's game on. Yeah, and we're still yeah. friends, but yeah. you know. Um, if I talk trash, you know, it's, 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 it's very friendly. Yeah. 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 But I mean, it's, it's how you take it, but yeah, it feels like triple jump is uh, a pretty nice event 
like yes. uh, if it's, we uh... go to sprinting it feels like almost everyone's talking trash yeah sprinters got attitude problems i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah i don't get it i mean i just i just want to have fun and hey if you beat me you know um it's like if you beat me sometimes if that's gonna make me better then hey let's go at it man i'm here for it but i don't hate you i mean yeah. i don't have a reason to hate you you're just another person trying to get you know um trying to get yours that's all if we look forward to the next year first of all will you do the indoor season yes um a lot of people telling me not to but i mean it's you know it's practice i mean yeah um it's like my goal isn't to you know chase 18 meters indoors no i'm going to use it as practice so i mean i'll i probably do i probably do like two local meets you know and then uh and then gear up for usas and then shut it down and then prepare you know for this long outdoor yeah because it will be a very long outdoor season uh how are you going to master that season i mean the world championships is held in october and the diamond league season starts in may um how are you going to master that season You know what? That's uh, that's something that I let my coach, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just leave that up to him, and I trust in him and what he has for me. So I just go there and do what he says. So I'm pretty sure he has a good plan set up. Um, it's been working. So again, it's 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 about time to. It's about time to get things going, and um, I'm looking forward to the season for sure. And what are your goals in 2019? My goal is to be better than uh, is to be better than last year. Um, <laughs> is to stay more consistent. Yeah. Um, is to get into you know all the good meets. Um, but basically, is to get to Doha and uh, and medal. Then in 2020, I guess your goal is to be fighting for the medals in Tokyo. Um, what qualities do you need to develop to get there? Just continue to stay consistent and continue to stay, you know, in that top, in that top five. Yeah, yeah. And um, to become a perfect triple jumper, what qualities do you think is required? Um, I don't think, uh, I mean, I know a lot of people have their different opinions about this, but I don't think there is perfect, you know? Yeah. Um, you can always be it's like the, Yeah, it's like the goal is to reach that, but it, um, it's like this, because if something is perfect, like, how can you think about like improving like what can you improve on if everything's perfect so um it's like for me i just you know just continue to be patient in my phases especially my last phase which needs a lot of work but it'll get there um but just stay consistent and if it happens it happens if it don't you know something else will happen so 
Yeah. It is what it is. I'm just, uh, I'm just riding my own wave. If we jump into training, then uh, we talked a little bit about your training schedule er earlier. Uh, but what exercises and drills is your favorite? I like speed bounding. I mean, although I don't do a lot of it, I like it. Um, and and we're going to start doing more of it. But um, I like speed bounding because we have to have, you know, a lot of contacts. But I do a lot of stuff. I do a lot of box drills and and uh, and stuff like that. So um, my training is pretty good and, and, pretty, and pretty set up to where I'm executing at the right time. Yeah. And um, uh, when I did my research on you, uh, I got a feeling that you're a really hard worker. But do you see yourself as a hard worker or a talent? I'm a hard worker. Um, there's jumpers out here that is just per, you know, just, you know, talent. But I'm a hard worker because uh, it shows um you know i'm very technical um i do a, a lot of i study i study a lot like i study everything i'd be i'd be on my phone like googling you know a, a lot about um um it's like phases or or stuff like that but i'm a study of the game and and that's and that's what makes me you know uh um, who I am as a person. Yeah. And um, what mindset do you have in order to work as hard as you do? What What is your motivation? Um, my future. Um, I want to. Uh, I want to set myself up and in my future family, you know, um, in a good way. Um, but just basically waking up, doing something that. I love, you know, that's, that's, that's the biggest thing that anyone can ask for is just doing something you love. And, and if you love it, Hey, why not just, you know, um, just try to take it as far as you can with it. And, uh, before a competition, what are your routines? Uh, how do you do to prepare for a competition? Um, if the competition is early, um, I usually just get up. I eat something, um, a little stretch, um, and then go to the meet. And then I warm up and just listen to some music until, you know, it's time. Um, I read a devotion, you know, get me motivated. Um, and then if the meet is at nighttime, I'd wake up, I'd probably do like a little, um, a little bit more than normal. Um, and then I go back shower. I lay down. I can't take naps. Uh, I don't like naps. Naps make me. I don't know. It drains me when I wake up. So I don't take naps. Yeah, yeah. So I just. I just sit around or. I just get up. Um, I just get up and walk around. You know. But. Um, and then I get ready for the meet. And get going. Um, have you had any major injuries in your career? Um, any major ones? No. Um, so you're lucky. I pretty, 
Yeah, um, I'm pretty big on rehab. Um, I do a lot of yoga, you know, Pilates, um, um, a lot of massages. Um, I, I put rehab stuff in my weightlifting routine, so I stay pretty healthy doing all that stuff, you know. So um, I've been pretty, I've been pretty blessed this far not to have any any injuries, knock on wood. So, what does your diet look like? Do you just eat normal food, or do you have any special food that you eat? If it was up to me, I'd be over 200 pounds. But um, <laughs> yeah. um, I just, uh, I just had, I just had some blood work done. Um, it was by my naturopathic, um, and she basically uh, she prints out, you know. A list of stuff that it's wrong with my body based off um it's like it's like based off my blood you know results but um i can eat a lot of foods but i can't overdo it i gotta cut out some uh have to cut out my favorite meat which is chicken a little bit so that's pretty hard but um it's pretty uh it's pretty good it's a lot of fruits greens um oats um i also have to take some more vitamins and stuff all like that but it's pretty yeah. lean so it's my first year trying out this whole whole diet thing this blood test and uh -huh. and all this stuff so i'm gonna see how it does hopefully it it gains me an extra two feet <laughs> yeah yeah because <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 very expensive but yeah um, it all pay off. Um, I'm in the end, whatever I do, regardless. Yeah, yeah. And you are also a volunteer coach at the Eastern Michigan University. Um, are you planning to be a full-time coach in the future, or uh, why? Why are you a coach, volunteer coach? Um, I'm a volunteer coach because, again, it's. I love track and field. Um, I love being, I love being around, like uh, on the sport, especially triple jump. So um, it allows me, it allows me to help the guys get better, from my knowledge, and it also gives, um, it also gives me the opportunity to gain knowledge from my coach. You know, so um, I like doing it. Um, it also allows me to use facilities and stuff like that. But um, I love the environment. Um, just have to uh, have to get things going outside, you know, of track and field. Um, yeah. uh, right now, um, I'm taking heating and cooling classes to be a uh, a, um, a HVAC guy, uh, heating and cooling guy. So, yeah. Yeah. um, also have some other things. Uh, um, in motion too, so it's all good. My wife is in uh, in school too to be a PTA, so hmm. everything is good in my life. I'm happy. Uh, I'm content, and I'm just uh, I'm just ready for my track career to explode. Yeah, looking forward to that. And we also have some questions from our Instagram followers. Underline. Pantsios, I don't know how to spell it. Uh, he wonders what is your personal best 
in the standing triple jump? In the standing triple jump, um, to be honest, I don't test that stuff. I mean, I do it, yeah. but I don't, I don't test all that. Um, I think my coach wants to test it, you know, um, around testing, around yeah. testing time. So I find out then. Shingi T G One wants to know what you do in order to get your approach right. How do you work on that? Uh, a lot of speed mechanic work and just repetition. Um, I do most of my speed stuff off the track, but we also do some speed stuff with wickets and stuff like on the track. Uh, I mean, I mean on the runway too. So, um, I'm not good at it, but it's getting there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Christian underline Banguera three three one two. He wonders where is your favorite place to compete? I love Monaco. I love Monaco. Yeah. It was pretty nice. Um, but I love Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. That's a nice place. Yeah. And they're building a new stadium there. Yes, now, they for, are. It's, uh, for for the twenty twenty one World Championships. Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah. Um. And then the last question from our followers: It's Addison dot uh, T. Uh, he wants to know if you think sixty three feet is possible. That's like nineteen twenty or something. <laughs> Uh, I mean, anything possible, but I don't know. I don't know. I say maybe, you know. <laughs> I think 62 feet is first. <laughs> Then yeah, we can talk about yeah. 63 feet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a, uh, yeah. That's a stretch. You gotta be, I mean, whew. That's deep. <laughs> that's, that's far. Deep. That's deep, but hey, um. Who knows? Maybe in 50 years, people might be jumping. You know, I don't know, jumping that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Who, if if you were choosing a guest in the Triple Jumpers podcast, who would you like to invite? A guest. Yeah. A guest, a guest, a guest. I say Christian. Christian Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll see if we we'll see if we we can get him then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that's all. Thank you so much for taking part in the podcast. It was a pleasure to have you as a guest. Uh, thank you and good luck in the future. All right, man. Thank you. It was a pleasure. What a man he is, Donald Scott. He seems to be a really hard worker, and I believe. He will be one of the best in the world these upcoming years. I hope you liked the episode as much as I did. And if you want to follow Donald's journey, his Instagram name is donaldscott_ii. If you want to suggest a guest or have any questions, send an email to tripleyumpers18 at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram. We will be back with another episode as soon as possible. Until then, have a good time. Tremendous speed once again, and he's, oh my goodness, that is huge. It's a white flag for the Cuban. Fédit Tadbo pour la postérité.